Welcome to another illustrious episode of the High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. It is your boy Dom, aka the Great Muda of Smoking Buddha, here with one of my tag team partners in crime, Rashad, aka the Black Blue Blazer. Because enough is enough, and it's time for a change in this podcast game. You ain't lying. You know what did change? How good SmackDown has been the last couple of weeks because um, (laughs) the stock plummeted. (laughs) Yeah. Because you know, for the most part, I think we could we could both agree that SmackDown has been the more enjoyable show out of them and Monday for for the longest. I want to say for a solid three weeks to a month, that was true. Yeah. Outside of NXT, like we we gush over NXT all the time, but SmackDown was definitely like number two, was runner up every week. Oh, definitely for at least a good month. That's why I didn't even mention, you know. NXT. That's why I'm just like, you know, out of out of Raw and SmackDown, because I think we already know where NXT stands. But I will say they did jump it off pretty damn interesting with the Miz and Miz TV. I know that you was excited to see that, so I will go ahead and let you jump it off. How did you feel about the opening segment of Friday Night SmackDown? Okay, it started off with the Miz pretty much with doing something that he rarely does because this is a person he always says he does not like even though he was his mentor on nxt eh. uh db <laughs> well, they, you know that's what i say yeah real I mean, yeah. fans know the real story like they didn't like each other from that uh right <laughs> so him talking up daniel bryan at the beginning was like okay where is this going because he is talking up daniel bryan like they was bffs <laughs> like all of a sudden it turned yeah he went from i don't like him but i do respect him blah, blah, blah. i'm like dude you barely respected him because we all knew brian Davidson was that dude and you was treating him like he was a bum but anyway Thanks. shout out to him giving us the yes movement um uh, miz doesn't get enough um props for that but anyway so he goes on and on about daniel bryan and the bray wyatt situation and where has daniel bryan been do we cut to the Firefly Funhouse? Okay, before you cut to that, though, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and address what you just said when it was like, yeah, we haven't seen Daniel Bryan since the attack last week on Bray Wyatt. No shit, because y'all was just on the air a week ago. This is the there first you go. <laughs> since you the go. attack. That's why I said, like, okay. That's why I had to just end it with okay, because I'm like, yeah, that was last week. So <laughs> we Thank have to wait you. till this Friday <laughs> to see if he will show up or not. There you go. So back to the Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse. And I don't know what it is. I hope they get permission to do this. Because Bray went on, uh Bray went on and talked about, you know, the Miz and his family and stuff like that. And he showed a picture of Miz with Maurice and their two children. Of course, uh, Rambling Rabbit got beat up. RP Rambling Rabbit. I always all, say that. It's always good to see Rambling Rabbit, though. You know, it's going to be a good yeah. episode. Well, now nah, that debunked this. My bad. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I'm about to say, like, he just got beat up and then you didn't see him no more. So that's why I said RP Rambling Rabbit. I guess he died again. Right. So he put up the picture of Miz and his family, and Miz wasn't having it. So then he said, all right, then. And he get rode out the ring to look for Bray Wyatt. Which I know we're like fickled when it comes to face Miz. 
was but this was the first time face Miz felt good because he was like, I ain't taking this, I ain't everybody else. That's he true. rolled out that ring and looked for him. So he up there warm back and forth. But again, they um cut to the first match of the <sighs> night. Oh no, oh let me um rewind. They teased a photo of when Daniel Bryan was a part of Wyatt family. So I don't know what that meant. I don't know if we're getting a revival, no pun intended, of the Wyatt family. I mean, they did show Luke Harper too, and I think he's on his yeah, way so out. Yeah, they, so. they showed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They showed Luke Harper and um, Eric Rowan. Like, they showed the whole little family in the back, but I'm like, ain't Luke Harper? Just like you said, I'm like, ain't Luke Harper about to leave though? So who? <laughs> But yeah, they flashed it for a second. So again, that's pretty much how that ended. So then we go to the first match, which I will let you have that because I have talked enough about the first segment. Uh, the first match of the night. First of all, I like how after that whole you know Bray Wyatt in the Miz situation, I do like the fact when they came back from commercial break, they did cut to the Miz. You know, talking to Maurice like, "Hey, you know, I'm coming home. We don't yeah, know. just lock the doors. Yeah, we don't know how crazy yeah. he is." So I do like the fact that people really don't know how crazy Bray Wyatt is. So I do like them playing that up, and then they just cut the Corey and Michael Cole, just like, "Oh, I hope things worked out for his family." And then next thing you know, here come Mandy Rose. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't really sell that they are shocked or you know what I'm saying, or as in fear as they say they was. But yo, we ended up getting Mandy Rose versus the returning Alexa Bliss. Babyface Alexa. It was it was, it was all right. Mandy Rose looked better than she did that last match when she like completely missed a whole knee to the face. I'm laughing because I'm like, uh that was probably the best match that Mandy Rose has had in a while. <laughs> funny isn't it where there was actual offense like she actually fought so i don't know about giving it a d I'm like, it was actually pretty good <laughs> i mean you know it was what it was honestly it's at the point now that where we see fire and desire like we we're really expecting them to lose so we kind of knew the end result was going to be alexa bliss ended up getting the win but the match was fine i will give alexa bliss credit though like you know she took more offense than she usually has pre you know pre-injury so we'll yeah. see if that actually continues but they didn't do them any favors because the bullshit continues for, for smackdown because right after that oh no no rewind back to the match the lamest part of the match was when mandy rose was snatching off alexa bliss's eyebrow i mean eyelashes for no reason and look, we're I'm like, that didn't even look painful. I'm like, that's just a little glue. <laughs> right. That's what I was about to say. You know, we're dudes, so we don't know the severity, quote unquote, of the pain of that happening. But I swear that Corey Graves and Michael Cole sold that more than they sold the Bray Wyatt in the Mia situation. So I was just like, oh, y'all made, <laughs> I was like, I was like, y'all made some glue off of eyelids more painful than this man stalking this man's family all right then <laughs> yeah so that i mean yeah so that's really just tell you how the match was when that's the most devastating thing that happened in the match was mandy rose tearing off alexa bliss's eyelashes <laughs> so dana brooke drake maverick you know he's still trying to get at dana and the fact that he said that elias is disrespecting his marriage like he ain't the one walking around here trying to get at dana brooke while he married 
Yeah. And like, he is like straight up jealous of Batista. I mean, he asked the he asked the question that no man should be asking a woman about another man. What does he have that I don't have? I said, mm mm. <laughs> I, I know this is I know this is gonna be bad. And where the hell do Elias be at? Because he just just literally, he literally popped up with that guitar. <laughs> and I will say his timing is on point because like as soon as she as soon as he asked that question, all you heard was the, the riff of the guitar, and then he you know. Like, and then he, there he was. <laughs> and then, you know, he basically said, you know, you're the best I've ever heard. That's what your wife said. You know, typical Elias. So is he a face? Or is he just being like a tweener now like he was before they turned him full heel again? Or is I he say he's like an anti-hero because I always use that word instead of tweener because I'm like, if, anti-hero, you don't know what they're going to do. Might be face, might be heel. <laughs> True. Look, it depends on the week. True. <laughs> they anyway. might be at the. They might fend for the faces one day. They might beat up a face with the heels the next. So I say he's there because Drake Maverick is neutral. I yeah, mean, he's there. So there's no. So you can't say, yeah, he was fighting a, a face or a heel or something like that. But yeah, it was just pretty much like he made a jack off joke. That was pretty much the song. Like he's talking about, um, he had some he had marital issues. Now he's in a hotel room with lotion and tissues. <laughs> All the action he—that's the most action he done got. I mean, but it's kind of his fault though, because he put the twenty-four-seven championship in front of like consummating his marriage. So I mean, it's just yeah. funny that you know rock stars going around trying to blame everybody else except for himself. Especially, okay, so this is what I found stupid. Well, dumber considering the whole segment was kind of stupid so i'm about to say there's a second part of the segment where it got real dumb <laughs> so drake maverick slapped him backstage right yeah and then he went to the ring to challenge elias to a fight why didn't y'all just fight backstage exactly you were that they were just in front of the catering table aka where most shenanigans happen so why didn't y'all they just slapping fight? each other with sandwiches or something that's what i'm thinking is about to happen and so, but, yeah, I will leave but, part two uh, of this to you because I just, I just can't. <laughs> so, Dana Brooke is in the back thanking Elias for having her back because, again, she was tired of Drake Maverick's advances. And, of course, like I said, she's like, why would I stop messing around with Batista but you? And you're married. <laughs> That's the Leave me thing. alone. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> so, fast forward to Drake Maverick being in the ring, still up there professing his love to Dana Brooke, which, you know, we always got to say it. Dana Brooke looked exceptional in oh, the back. Yes. She looked very, I was like, oh, okay, I don't blame him, but you're still married. Uh, <laughs> right. So then after he was up there, professing his love to Dana and everything. Here comes Elias and Dana. Basically, we got Elias and, and Drake Maverick, AKA the artist formerly known as Rockstar Spud in the middle of the ring. Elias starts beating him up. It's not even real hard shots. He just basically roughed him up a little bit bent him over his knee and spanked him like a little kid don't forget to kick an ass 
Yeah, then he kicked him in. Yeah, I, no, no, no. Remember, he did the drift away. Yeah. Then <laughs> he kicked him in the ass, threw him back in the ring, and then Dana Brooke pinned him. Counted by Elias. It wasn't a match. It was just literally an uh, ass whooping to embarrass Rockstar Spud. And then Dana Brooke music played, which made yeah. it even more weird. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, because she did the flex on him and everything. So this is just the beginning of SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there was look, hey, there was wrestling. There was wrestling. <laughs> there was wrestling. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> so you had Heavy Machinery, the Revival, Mustafa Ali, and Chad Gable. Hold on, before before you get to that, the Miz was leaving the arena, and as he's walking. He just so happens to see red light coming out of a door, coming out of a room. Now, for one, look, I am sorry once again to the Anglo-Americans out there, but this is this is some white people shit because yeah, this is typical. If, if you are scared of movie stuff, right there. If you are scared of something, you do not do go, go in. You do not go <laughs> in and investigate. <laughs> why do y'all always do that in horror movies? And you wonder why they end up dying first. Well, unless we end those. But anyway, so yeah, yeah. he went into the room. <laughs> I smoked the square. Right. Smoked <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> so he went into the room, and all you see is the picture of the Miz's family, like you saw earlier, except this time. Um, it's photoshopped. Holding that man's child. And the then, ultimate sign of disrespect. That's how I know they got to have permission to do this. Because me, I would have, boy, you. We'd have been fighting for real. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the me is like okay. You know what I'm saying? And then all you hear, which I felt like was some gangster. Was corny. Shit. It was corny, <laughs> but it was some gangster shit at the same time. All you hear is say cheese. Say cheese. <laughs> Bray Wyatt started whooping the Miz's ass, fam. <laughs> it would have been even funnier if like a camera would have flashed when he said say cheese. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, that, bro, I would have been cackling. And it was the fact that he attacked him as Bray and not the Fiend, which I found interesting, especially considering the fact that you know they did the red lights was on. They did at that end, and that you know it's usually the Fiend that's attacking people and not you know actually Bray. So, like I said, I did find that interesting. Then they confirmed that you know it will be the Miz versus you know Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend, but Bray Wyatt. Fiend. We're getting Bray Wyatt finally. I wonder what's interesting on me. It would be so dope huh. if it's actually Firefly Firefly Funhouse. Like, it's just that theme and everything going on. Yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. That I act, actually can't wait for that. Yeah, that, that act, yeah. I just thought Or, that. like I just said, they did um, kind of tease the Wyatt family. So you never know. Yeah, but I don't know. I think Luke, I think even like Luke Harper probably don't even want. I, I really don't think any of them want to go back to that, even if it is like a reincarnation. Especially like Eric Rowan and DB, because they've been together for a minute and now Rowan's kind of doing his own thing. But like I said, there has to be a reason that they flashed that picture. I mean, I just think they did it because, you know, the word of the day was family. And then, you know, he was just like, you know, I used to have a family. And so. Family. I'm just assuming it was just like, you know, just a one off, just to kind of like a, a little Easter egg to, you know, to remember when I used to have a horn. <laughs> when remember I when I, I, they pushed me really, really good, then all of a sudden, nothing. <laughs> I got shot to shit. But like yeah. you said, though, there actually was some wrestling. Um, you know, 
we did have a I guess you could probably say this was the best match. I don't know if that's saying a lot. Uh that was but the only match that was actually worth talking about. The revival in <sighs> Okay. So the re revival beat heavy machinery, Chad Gable and Mustafa Ali and Lucha House Party in the fatal four-way tag team elimination match. Lucha House Party got a little shine until that was they, nice. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that was nice. So I will give them credit for that until you know Grand Metalie went a little bit too far and got hit with the compactor. The revival eliminated heavy machinery with a roll up. Now, yeah, that's the part that made me, that ran me hot too. That's just what I was gonna say when it came to like my thoughts on the match. The heavy machinery is over, and that's how you get them out of the match. And I guess, I guess if they had to get eliminated, that's probably the best way to protect heavy machinery because it ain't like they just you know I guess flat out lost. But look. For the one million fifty six hundred thousand time, we are about to get the new day versus the revival. Versus the revival. And look, and I know people are like, well, we got the new day versus the Uso so many times, but that was different though because they their chemistry has been fantastic in every single match. I feel like honestly, the new day and the revival probably had like maybe one or two good matches. They had one or two that didn't feel stale. Um. Pretty much New Day, they're more exciting. Of course, they're the more entertaining group. The Revival is kind of old school, just hard-nosed type of fighting. So that you're trying to mesh those styles each time Matter with the fact that Rob, Revival barely talks. And when they do, again, they're giving us that 1980s, <laughs> you're going down speech. And New Day is actually like entertaining, making jokes and stuff like that. So that's what, like, the overall chemistry of this robbery is kind of like, eh. But my counter to that would be, though, even in NXT, when they was even beefing with, like, American Alpha and DIY, though, I feel like those matches was, like, phenomenal. Like, every single yeah. round. So, I mean, even when they was cutting promo, that's why I just, like, I just don't feel like they just have a good chemistry, which is crazy to say, considering how amazing they both of these tag teams are. But other than that, though, you know, I, and plus, I think we don't even know if the Revival going to resign. So are we really just expecting them to win? And if they do win, what was the point of taking the goddamn belts off of them in the first place? They could have kept the belts on them. And like I said, ever since they've – well, you know what the catalyst of all of this has been. Well, yeah. Once they embarrassed Kofi on the first episode on Fox. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> So pretty much, yeah, everything around the New Day has pretty much been a result of that. So it, this just trickles down into that first episode on Fox. Does the Usos return at TLC? I'm hoping so. Because I mean, yeah, honestly. I mean, now there's no reason to keep holding them back. Or like, what's it, like who the new they gonna face now? Because I mean, to be honest with you, if y'all didn't, because honestly, that was better off going with Chad Gable and Mustafa Ali to give us something fresh. I know it's two babyface teams, but I mean, you could do that and still it's put something. on a one-off good match, and it's different. Yeah. Especially because it's something. You know, it's not something. Lacey Evans being another jobber. So, uh, shout out to Haley Jones. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, shout out to Haley Jones. How do you feel about? Babyface Lacey Evans so far. 
so far, like I said, she went to blood money and has profited off of this the most so far. That's how I say it. That's all. That's pretty much how you can sum this up. Because I will put in um, an Easter egg for the Lacey Evans, Haley Jones match. You had the post match with her and Alexa. Let me tell you when it got exciting. It got exciting off of off air with the social media back and forth. That's where it got interesting because there was a picture of Lacey's daughter with the with the um, I said Alexa um, with Sasha and a dog. I don't know whose dog it was. I don't know if it's hers or Lacey's. So yeah, she said this is your daughter with a real role model, and then Lacey let you know. Cause we all know the story behind Lacey. That's why some of us are fans of Lacey like that, that she pretty much provides for her daughter. Her daughter is with her in every city at every match. She takes care of her kid. So she's seen her mom go through the armed services and everything else. So when Alexa went there, Lacey let y'all know she a proud mom and she's taking care of her baby. So that was that's why I say it got way more interesting off air than it was on air. Then you know Sasha came out there looking scrumptious as she always does. You know, basically telling Lacey we got some, you know, we got some bidding to take her of. Now this acting job was phenomenal because, all right, for one, like Lacey, I, we get it. You was in the Marines, all love and respect. Yeah, but you said that so many times during this this promo that it was just like. Okay, like because she wanted the cheap pops. That's why I said it was I, more interesting off air than it was on. <laughs> and I get it. You know what I'm saying? The cheap pop is fine. I get it. It just got annoying after a while. She I'm, had, I'm a Marine. Yeah, that's right. That's all she wanted. But I will say, you know, even b- before that, like the crowd is behind. You know, we got another Lacey Evans chant. It's just gonna take a while to get used to that. To be honest with you, um, she acted like she was about to. Well, she went for the women's right. Sasha act like she was petrified of it. And as Lacey is going up the ramp, here comes good old Karen out there to attack Lacey Evans. Yeah. And her and Sasha Banks, you know, jumped her, you know, and ended up standing tall. Um, I'm intrigued to see where this goes. I mean, I'm assuming we're probably going to get, what, Lacey versus Sasha at TLC or something. Which will be let, – they'll let us know by next Friday. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't see this. Oh no, but you know, but you know how they do. They might have this in the middle of the week. All right, us this that's that's why I said like this one right here is gonna be kind of like here we go. (laughs) The main event of the evening, Roman Reigns versus Dolph Ziggler. And look, as far as the match quality goes, that was never gonna be in question. Yeah. Like we know what Dolph can do, we know. Despite how we may feel about Roman, I will say he has. Sorry, to cut, right, sorry to cut you off of and go ahead and do what they do at the beginning of every Dolph Ziggler match. They must remind you that the man had an amateur wrestling background and he was very, very good in the NCAA. <laughs> and that Roman Reigns is just an all around athlete and can put on a match with anybody. <laughs> and, so. and that's basically what happened. Uh, yeah, they had a. Like I said, it was a solid main event. Like I said, you know what you would get with these two. Look, we're going to go ahead. Look, you know, the matches, whatever. The post-match shenanigans was where SmackDown Everything got kind of weird. Yeah. You went all the way off the rails because 
first of all, the dudes that was bringing out Baron Corbin on this crappy ass throne, they ended up ambushing Roman Reigns. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you know, Roman, look, I will say this, Roman fought off for as long as he could, you know. And it was actually longer than I thought it was. Cause I just know at one point was he was like outside the ring next to the ring post, just some random dude was like grabbing his leg from underneath the ring. And I was like, yeah. what, what the fuck? And that's when you saw the cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at first I was like, okay, those are kind of too small to be pain cans. Because usually, <laughs> like if you do see a can under the ring, it's one or two things. You like you said, either paint. Or they keep the snacks underneath there too for like intermissions and breaks and stuff like that. And I ain't gonna so, lie, at first I thought it was a mistake because when he grabbed the leg and Roman kind of looked down, he had that like that what the fuck look. Yeah. But then when he kept like reaching and grabbing, I was just like, oh. And you know, usually in situations like that, he probably would have like drugged him from out. Nope. He never came from out under the ring. And I ain't gonna lie, Dolph hit Roman with a beautiful super kick though. Yeah. Ooh. But not like fast forward, um, rewind back to the match when he stopped that spear with that knee. So Man. basically, yeah, Dolph's offense period was phenomenal before, during, and after the match. Especially yeah. that they all ended up handcuffing Roman Reigns to the ring, you know, to the ring post. And then this is where everything got surreal. <laughs> They grab the cans from underneath the ring, and it's fucking dog food. And not only did they... It wasn't like one or two cans. It was like three, four, five. Like, they just kept... I don't know. Like, they had, like, the whole little 12-pack of wet dog food. It was the inner supply pedigree under there. Yeah. And not only did they proceed to pour the dog food onto Roman Reigns, they made this nigga eat some. Yeah. Which I knew was coming. I said, they're dumping this much. They're finna stuff this in his mouth. I was low-key hoping in the back of my mind, like, bro, don't make him eat this dog food. And keep in mind, I don't really care about Roman Reigns like that as a wrestler. But again, I already knew they was going there. Because I said, they were going to embarrass him. And I said, just dumping on him wouldn't have been enough. And they kept, like like I said, either kicking or punching him in the chest. <laughs> Y'all punching him in the bulletproof vest, man. Yeah, y'all punching the bulletproof vest like that was doing something. Y'all was doing so well, SmackDown. Like, and this is how you ended it. Like I said, everything, but the whole little thing had been corny. Yeah. Like from the um little bark, like the, the dog mascot um making his theme song with the little uh yips, oh. d- dog yips and things like that. Just this was, I knew, I knew, like I said, this is only gonna get worse. And Friday night, it did. And now, for some <laughs> reason, they're having a TLC match, which I had already said, you know, nine times out of ten, Roman's about to win because, yeah, he didn't go through all of this to lose. Is he though? I mean, because you know, it is a TLC match, and it wouldn't surprise me if you know, or. They the could prolong this, or the Usos could make the make the return when it's once they like start jumping Roman or some shit during the match. I'm just trying to find ways to bring the Usos back. Usos back. <laughs> I was like, you brought the you Usos up twice. You like, 
they coming back. I, I just don't know when, how. <laughs> I don't know. Like brand, just need them Naomi too. Like you know, yeah. Because Naomi, because like if you follow Naomi on social media, like I do, she's been mad quiet. So I mean, I seen, like I think I seen like one post in a long, like a while back, and that was it. Like she hadn't probably been on really a lot since like Halloween when like that little girl dressed as her when she uh right played for Halloween and that was probably it. They've been quiet the rest of the time. So yeah, something's brewing when it comes or she could be returning for the Royal Rumble. Cause I'm you know they only have women's Royal Rumble match. So she could be returning. And you know they always gotta have like that surprise, that extra something. But the Usos should come back first, though, because I feel Thank like you. they should, you know what I'm saying, actually have a, a, a match and not, you know, jump at. Well, actually, yeah, have them involved in this, have a little one-off match or whatever, and then that way they can go ahead and move on to the tag team pitch. You know why? Because I just thought about this. Since TLC is basically the last pay-per-view before the Royal Rumble, they can probably have, you know, like Ooh. Roman and the Usos. I see where, I see where you're going. Yeah, have Roman, Roman and Usos with Corbin and um with Dolph and Robert Roode. Exactly. And then yeah. let the niggas be in a respective Royal Rumble match. You know what I'm saying? Because I am yeah. pretty sure Roman gonna win so he can, you know, wrestle the But thing. you know they're gonna have that one off of um yeah, they Dolph have a six and man. Robert Roode with the Usos. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, you know, go ahead and do that. So you know that way you can bring the Usos back so they can get they they group back. <laughs> That tag team contender picture, right? Because I mean, honestly, I could you, you you never really get tired of seeing the Usos versus the New Day. If I have to give SmackDown a grade, I give it a, a C. Because I mean, I'm about to say that's a definite. It was a definite C minus because it went from blah to just okay. Y'all just gave up <laughs> at the end. Feel like a throwaway SmackDown. It really was. Uh, they were just pretty much trying to set up things for ne- next Friday and TLC, which is fine considering that y'all ain't got to like y'all just now only got like three or four announced matches for a pay per view that's you know coming up real soon. So I mean, literally yeah. half away. <laughs> yeah, so literally on that note, any final thoughts on SmackDown? Pretty much, I'm disappointed in the fact that we only had probably one real match. Only part that was really interesting was the Miz and Bray Wyatt. Literally. Yeah, confrontation. That was pretty much it. The thing that I'm happy for that I know that Miz ain't going to take this line down. So that will be interesting at TL, like for next Friday and TLC. So I can't wait for that. But everything else was pretty much stationary. It was pretty much like, okay, you know, Alexa Bliss is going to be kicking it with Nikki Cross and they're going to do their thing. And then, you know, the, uh, the Drake Maverick and Dana Brooke thing is going to keep going. I wouldn't be surprised if we keep getting these backstage, not even brawls, like basically beat downs because Drake Maverick's like what? Three feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) Only way, like his literal weight. I want to like, I'm not even lying. I think it's like 150, 175 or something like that. If that, if that <laughs> so he's just gonna keep getting beat up by elias until someone in the back gets tired of writing about and then drake maverick gets beat up 
until someone gets tired of that, we're going to keep seeing that. So, and then, like I said, for the tag team turmoil that's going on, yeah, let's hope the Usos come back soon. Uh, <laughs> and everything else was pretty much whatever. Or, so so, what's up? No, I'm going to say, or for the tag, just go ahead and just get the best hit. Just go ahead and give heavy machinery the belts. Like, Oh, this is over as hell. So I mean, it's not yeah. like they won't be with able. the caterpillar with the caterpillar, <laughs> right? And the, oh yeah, you know, and all the stuff he be doing. So it's not like they won't be able. I mean, you might as well like, like I said, but give us some, you know. I want to say, like, I'm trying to cut you off, but we have been saying this. Well, I want to say since we started this podcast, give us what we want. Give us heavy machinery is naturally over. Give them something. Anything. You got money right there. And you ain't taking it, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you got money. People want to see Otis and Tucker with something, with a strap. Come on. Just do it. Just pull the trigger already, man. So we ready. So, yeah, there you have it. Um, You can listen to this on literally all your podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Music, Google, you know, Google Play, Music, Spreaker, Spotify. I'm going to say it. I'm excited. We got, I mean, instantly, like I told you guys off air, I said, oh, they're going to pick this up in an instant. We submitted it one night. Boom. We woke up the next morning. It was <laughs> successful. Cause they know. They know greatness when they hear it. There you go. You can follow the show on Twitter at Podcast Flyers. You can subscribe to us on Facebook at High Flyers Podcast, on YouTube at the High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. You can follow me, your boy, on Twitter at Freshly Snipes 21. You can follow Rashad at Shad Miller 13. And you can follow the, the Gordy Berry of the group, Terry, on Twitter at underscore. underscore. Bobby Digital. And it got a lot of B's in the first name. So go ahead and follow us. We'll see y'all next time for our Monday Night Raw recap. Hopefully it's not as trash as this SmackDown was. We will see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>